Good morning, everyone. Today is Sunday, June the 26th, 20 and 22. Can you believe it? This month is already just about gone. Already. Seems as if this month just got started, but wow, we're, we're already close to the end. We thank the Lord for blessing us to still be in the land of the living. We thank him for another opportunity to share the goodness and the teaching word of God. So as you would, if you would, turn to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. Galatians 6. going to start to read here, Galatians 6. And let's just start at the first verse, if you would. Galatians 6. And I'm going to be reading from the New American Standard. And you know, we have different editions. And this, this edition that I'm reading from is a 1995 edition. Starting at the first verse, it says, Brethren, even if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, each one looking to yourself, so that you too will not be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. It says, thereby fulfill the love of Christ. And we again, we do thank God for the word of the Lord. We cannot take the word of God so lightly that we do not take it into account of what it is that the word of the Lord is actually saying to his people. So as we begin to dig into the word of God, we we become appreciative for the inspired word, for the canon of scripture. The word of God that that has been handled by precious men and women of God that has carried the word of God all the way down through the years. And we have a portion of this Bible teaching that we can, in fact, apply it to ourselves and having in our hearts so that we can have a daily guide. It's like having a book. We, we, we have an actual booklet. A help that we can carry with us throughout our entire life. No matter where we move. No matter where we go. No matter what decisions we may have to make uh, 
sometimes we may have to make quick decisions or changes that come up in our world. The Word of God has every action, every solution. There's nothing new under the sun. So what we have here is, is very, very vital that we keep His Word and we get it every day, a portion of His Word every day. I know we got a lot going on, and we we do a lot. But we cannot afford to not get the Word of God, okay? So we see the Apostle here believing it to be the Apostle Paul teaching in the Word of God what he says here. In other words, uh, we are here taught to deal ten- tenderly with those who are overtaken in a fall. He teaches us to be patient with those that have fallen or that, that has been overtaken. When you are overtaken, you're no longer in control of your own actions. But it's 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 a done it's, it's it's already done. You failed the test. So what Paul here does, he puts a common case. He says, if a man be overtaken in a fault, that is uh, to be brought to sin by the s- surprise of temptation. Uh, this man has not just entered into sin but he was overtaken like he he accidentally walked into it you know he was overtaken it's one thing to overtake in a fault by you know accident than one that uh, goes in deliberately into sin But it's another thing to be overtaken, just to be overtaken in fault. So here the apostle shows that that great, tender, compassionate spirit that we should use. He's talking to those who are spiritual. He's not saying just pastors or just elders or teachers, preachers, prophets. No. He said those who are spiritual. Those believers who have knowledge of the word of God. That have a relationship with his savior. Those of us who are are living. Put it that way. Living a life of Christ. Or some of you may say a life of Christianity. He said you. Must restore such a one. With the spirit of meekness. Now listen. Over the years. We have noticed. And we have lived. Some of us have lived. Sloppy lifestyle. And we know those that have erred and that has 
fallen into or that has been overtaken in a fault. We have seen great ministries that have fallen. Pastors and teachers that have were overtaken in fault. And we've also saw how the church, the brethren, those that were spiritual, we saw how they judged and how they pushed them to the side or ridiculed them. Okay? But Paul the Apostle is saying, that's not how we ought to entreat one another. So he's saying what we actually should be doing is treating them with tenderness, showing some grace and giving mercy. This is what he's saying. Restore such a one with the spirit of meekness. The duty we are here directed is to restore such. We should labor by faithful reproofs. This is what we should do. We should be understanding. We should try to want to help bring them to repentance. Not to just give up on them or to disqualify them, in other words, or put them out of the church. Or we've, we have even seen some that have sit people down for being overtaken. Where is the grace? Where, where is the mercy shown? Where, the, where does the gift of meekness, meekness, where does that come into play in the lives of spiritual believers? So we here see the apostle saying these, in other words, those that have been overtaken in a fault, they have been temporarily separated themselves from the presence of God and they have temporarily been broken off from the believers. He's saying here that it's like that they need to be put back together or they they need to be brought back together in unity. By how, how do we do that? We that are spiritual, we need to help bring them to themselves again. Have you ever made some insane decisions? Or have you ever had a moment of insanity? I'm sure we all have had moments of insanity. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm pausing and taking a moment 
because I am remembering and recalling, you know how the word of the Lord says, this I recall to my mind. Therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Why? Because we should be consumed. Because his compassion. Oh, thank you, God, for your compassion. Because his compassion fails not. So sometimes we we got to really think about some of the places he brought us from. And some of those insane thoughts and deeds that we found ourselves in. We didn't walk into these areas on purpose, but we were overtaken in fault. And then it was because of those that were spiritual those that were full of meekness. They came and showed us some compassion. And they did it by by letting us see our sin. This is how they did it. By showing us and convincing us of our error. By not Not in a judgmental way, but by persuading us to return to the place where we used to be. By comforting us with meekness and grace, mercy, by showing us love. This is the way we supposed to handle other believers that have been overtaken in fault. Not to come with strong judgment and say you're going to hell. Now we we as spiritual believers, we, we, we shouldn't do that. Not by saying, oh you wrong for that, you're in sin. No, we 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 don't do things like that. But he said, come come with some compassion. Others had compassion on you. It was because of Christ's obedience to the Father. That while we were yet in sin, our Savior, the Son Jesus Christ, he died for you and me. We ought to show others some compassion, right? Absolutely. So we should confirm our love for other believers. I know sometimes it may be a difficult thing for you to love everybody. And if we were quite honest, uh, some of us are, we're not there yet. But you know, it's possible to love everybody. It's very difficult to like everybody. Now, I need you to see that. Some people we keep, we, we really much rather not stand to be around, but 
we can have the love of Christ for them. That's the difference. The apostle saying, this should be done with the spirit of meekness, not with wrath or, not at all, not with wrath, but with meekness. As if you were one mourning or crying or praying over the return of one that was overtaken in fault. Many people we've seen in the past that have stayed out there because of the relentless judgmental so-called believers of Christ. But we have an opportunity to be different. We have an opportunity to be different. We can we can show our meekness and 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 we can remain calm while others are overreacting. We can show our calmness by being tender to those. And I know a lot of us may not believe it, but you know, you know, even the job that God has you positioned on, you have been sent there to show forth the love of Christ to even those. And some of us find ourselves at times being repositioned from one location to the next, one location to the next. There's no different from uh, men and women of God that, that, that move, have moved from city, one city to the next, one location to the next ministering the word of God, showing forth the love of God, setting in order the church. We should be sincere when it comes to dealing with people, when it comes to thinking about the the, the welfare of others and the way we handle others, the way we talk to others, we, our, our impression carries far. This is a very good reason why we should treat people with meekness. You can do this by considering yourself. Consider yourself. Think about it. Consider yourself, men and women of God, and how you would like to be entreated. Just like the apostle said, consider yourself, lest, lest you also be tempted. We ought to deal with people with meekness and compassion, those who were overtaken in sin, because we ourselves, none of us know, but it it may sometimes be that we may be overtaken at one point or another. 
we may also be tempted. Yes, you, and yes, me. And overcome, we, we may be overcome by temptation. Why, why am I saying that? Because the temptation is out there. And, and let, let me give you an example. And this example just, just popped in my head, so I'm going there. Think about a young marriage. Think about a young marriage and how a soldier man have to leave his wife to go fight in war or to go, uh, uh, they move him and she may be stationed at home and he has to go for a time period. I want you to know that the temptation is there. It will be there whether or not the wife and the husband will stay committed to their vows and committed to one another while being separate or away from one another for that season of time. I want you to know that the enemy himself will position things and put people in places so that that man or that woman will be overtaken in that area. That's why the scriptures talk about why when, when one is married, they, 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 it's good that one would go and fast, but not for a long extended period of time. But that one should come back together. Why? Because the temptation will be there said all that to say this. So, when you're in a marriage and you may have one there and one here, per se, don't allow that to hang on too long. But you should be, be willing and able and, and to come together, unify, come together. Don't, don't, don't stay away too long. Why? Because the, the, the temptation is going to be there. Can you and are you willing to continue and be faithful? And I'm just I'm just gonna tell you like it is. Sometimes people are overtaken. And how you deal with that situation, that's that's the key. Can you be compassionate? Will you be forgiving? Will you be understanding? Well, consider yourself. Consider yourself. So how do you want to be treated? I'm just giving some thought out there. And all we got to think about is how Christ constantly shows forth his love and compassion for you and me every single day.
We know good and well we didn't talk to that individual right. We know good and well we snapped because we didn't get enough sleep last night. We know we were irritable. We, we were irritated. For whatever reason, because cause, cause we didn't feel good. And we snapped a little bit too quickly. Come on, guys. As long as we can acknowledge our error, and we, we just got to do better. Every single time we wake up in the morning, we have another opportunity to do better. Not only that, every time you wake up in the morning, that temptation, sin, liars at the door. So we, we, we got to be compassionate. We got to be compassionate. If we rightly consider ourselves, this will dispose us to do better by others. The same way we desire to be, for our case to be dealt with. not going to hold you too much longer, but I believe we got one more verse to consider. It says, bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. We are here directed by the apostle to bear one another's burdens. And we may consider this either maybe referring to how others may be referring to what goes before and, and so may teach us to exercise forbearance and compassion towards one another in the case of those weaknesses in the case of those errors or follies or infirmities we should not we we should not just look at our brothers and sisters and just throw them out there to the wolves in other words but we should hold one another accountable we should be able to sympathize with one another under different trials different troubles different temptations and we should be ready to afford each other the comfort and the counsel of the word of God and be able to help and assist them in whichever way that we can. What are your motives? What are your motives of helping others or for not helping others? 
Why should you want to help your brother or your sister that have been overtaken in a fault? Well, Paul lets us know why. What should be the motives? So that we shall fulfill the law of Christ. That's why. This is to act agreeably to the law of God. The law that he shows through his love. How he was our perfect example. How he forgave. How he showed sympathy and compassion towards others. And it would also be agreeable that we too follow those same patterns that Christ had for us that we should show towards one another. Those times that we are weak, he bears with us and he makes us strong. This is what he does for us. This is why we ourselves should maintain the same temperament towards one another. This is why. This is why. Men and women of God, we should not be full of pride and should not be ones that will allow pride to hinder us when it comes to the compassion that we have should have towards others. We, we should always consider other people. When we think we, it's those times when we think we where we, where we should be or we think more highly than ourselves. It's when we begin to start judging others and not doing what the Apostle Paul has suggested for us to do. Now he has been led and inspired of the Spirit of God to write these two verses of wisdom for you and me. Consider others. On this great day, I would pray on this great Sunday, June the 26th of 2022, I would pray that you men and women of God, that you are able to and willing to consider others. Consider others. Always consider others. Men and women of God, you be blessed. And go throughout the rest of this week, the rest of your week. We know today is considered in, on our calendars the first day of the week. So we have six more days approaching. So throughout the rest of this week, every single day, I want you to think about considering others and be tender. 
be compassionate with others. Don't be so hard and hardcore. Show forth the love of God to others. I didn't ask for you to like everybody, but you have the responsibility to love and consider others. Have a blessed day. Thank you.